in our latest edition of Stump My Q, we continue with our round one contests with one particular rivalry taking center stage. So what's the pitch at like? A turner with Chandan and Bharat spinning success? Or do Alan and Paul swing their way to victory on an overcast oval morning? I'm Karthik Ayer and with me is Quizmaster Gaurav Sundaraman with a short explainer of the rules. India versus England Stump My Q coming to you in just a few. How the quiz is going to work is it's a simple uh, 10 questions uh, quiz. Uh, we're going to ask five questions on one topic which the candidate chooses, whatever they like, their strength uh, or uh, something which they uh, uh, which is close to their heart. And the other one is a five uh, question general cricket round. If I'm a contestant in the quiz and I'm not, but if I am, I get to choose say Ricky Ponting and that works. Absolutely. Anything. You can even choose uh, India-Pakistan 1996 World Cup 40th uh, to 50th over and I'll, I'll set questions based on that. Oh, awesome. That's a, that sounds like a lot of fun. Now tell me, there are 28 of us who are going to be participating in this quiz. So how are we going to reach that one winner? From 28, we're going to make it 14, from 14 to 7 and then we'll have one lucky loser of round 2. And that makes it uh, eight quarter-finalists and then you'll have semi-finalists and one single winner. The Stump Mike IQ champion of the inaugural season. Awesome, that that sounds like a lot of fun. Now, I have just one last question, G-Stats. In case of a tie, what are you going to do? So, we will have inbuilt tiebreakers. Uh, we have two questions from the five uh, chosen topic to be slightly tougher and every set will have uh, two questions like that. So, in case of a tie, we would go back to see uh, who has answered those tough questions and uh, we'll break the tie and in case even if that is equal then obviously i have tiebreak questions uh, uh, to ask test them on and one final question how is the standard of your questions going to be can i answer them can our listeners answer them or is it going to be too tough for all of us absolutely not this is a, a quiz which is uh, also meant for people to learn and understand about uh, the various uh, uh, aspects of the history of cricket and uh, what they're watching so uh, if you don't understand the question, I guarantee you, you will understand the answer and you'll be like, oh man, I just missed it. So on this matchup of Stump My Q, we have a quizzer of excellence. This contestant, he's here to win it all. And armed with a topic so obscure, it left even G-Stats scratching his head. More on that later though. First, let's introduce to you Chandan Chora! Hey Chandan. Hello guys. Hi, hi, hello. How are you guys? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Stump IQ yeah. Chandan and your opponent, we have someone to cut you down to size, man. He comes with a trimmer. But it's not for his hair though, after all he's English and it's the season for headbands. The host of the Switch Head Podcast, this is Alan Gardner! Hi guys. I mean, I, I didn't really think it would be that hard for Gorev to find questions on Nasser Hussain's England period, but I mean... <laughs> okay, so you, I'm glad you brought that up immediately because Gaurav, we have two very different specialist subjects today. No, do you want to share it with the world? 
Yeah, uh, sure. I think uh, Chandans was a very interesting topic. Uh, he chose uh, the 1934-35 season of the Ranji Trophy, which uh, is actually the first ever uh, Ranji Trophy season. So there's some history to that. It is the first ever inaugural season. So yeah, it, it's a very strategic uh, topic uh, selection by Chandan. Uh, getting the questions is harder. And uh, number of matches are very less, so it's a lot easier for Chandan. While um, Alan, in true English style, has gone with uh, Nazar Hussein's England. So uh, that was a fun topic uh, to set questions from. Wide variety of matches and a uh, lot of stuff about the uh, Brisbane toss. Oh, oops! I hope I haven't uh, revealed anything too much. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's one I just couldn't. I don't remember what happened there. Actually, <laughs> I think we've all shut it out. Awesome. So both Chandan and Alan, you guys know the drill. You all will get five questions each on the subject that you all have chosen. Then you all will get five general knowledge questions. And then we'll see who the winner is. We're going in alphabetical order. So Chandan, you will start first. Take it away, G-Stats. So your first question is, I think, pretty straightforward. If you even opened the Ranji Trophy page, who was the leading wicket taker that season? Uh, it will be, uh, who will be leading? Ezi Ram Singh. Ramsing from my uh, like Chennai, your that's uh, from yeah, Madras. Correct, correct. That's perfect. It is AG Ramsing. He was the leading wicket taker that season. Pretty straightforward. Your next question is who played the first ever delivery in the history of Ranji Trophy? So, first it ever. Will be, it will be Ann Curtis for uh, Madras. Ann Curtis for Mysore, sorry. Again, spot on. It's interestingly Ann Curtis. Uh, uh, from Madras, there isn't much information available online about, about N. Curtis' career, uh, incidentally. So, uh, someone uh, during uh, who are listeners, if they know more stuff about Curtis, please uh, write and uh, share that information. Very interestingly, he did play the first ball. Your next question, you seem to be on a roll. Could you get that all elusive five on five, which nobody has uh, got yet in this podcast? Who took eight wickets in an innings in the final of the Ranji Trophy? It will be from Mumbai. Uh, it's Bajifdar. I got the first name. It's Bajifdar. Or... I don't think you can make any mistake in this. Uh, uh, Chandan, brilliant. Again, it is Bajifdar. He did take eight wickets in an innings in the final. The first of your tough questions. Where okay. did Northern India play their home matches? Who is team? Northern India. So yeah, it, will in, it will be Lahore. It, Lahore Lawrence Gardens. It is. Yes, it is Lahore. That's a trick question, but you you obviously know your facts, right? That's four on four. I think you will be the first one to get this uh, find a specialist topic. Well done, Chandan. Last question. How many teams took part in this edition? I don't know. I'll go with 18. 18? Yeah. I'll go with 18. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, you got it wrong. It's 15. So, you do finish with a very, very impressive four out of five questions. Well done, Chandan. It was 15 teams who took part in this first edition. Yeah, that's a pretty impressive performance. Alan, who is N. Curtis now? Tell us. He was English after all. <laughs> Old N. Curtis. Well, I think he was <laughs> born in um, Newcastle under Lyme in uh, in about 1912. Took the boat over. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think, um, yeah, I mean, Gorev, Gorev was definitely right when he said, um, you know, this was a targeted specialist subject and all the questions would be very easy. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed, really, but, um, you know, we'll play on. Awesome. So before we get to you, but Chandan, congratulations. You've got uh, four out of five in your first round. That's a pretty impressive score. We were rooting for you to get five on five, man, but that last question stumped you a bit there. But, Alan, so four is your target in uh, part one. Your specialist subject is Nasser Hussain's England. G-Stats, five questions for Alan Gardner. Just before I start, so is this the period where you followed uh, English cricket uh, very closely? You became a fan of England or you became a fan of Australia? I lost you slightly there and a plane was flying overhead. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, English misery at the end of the 90s was the perfect place to, to jump on board, really. So, um, England losing, losing to New Zealand at home, um, NASA getting booed. Yeah, I, you know, what wasn't to uh, love for a, a sort of 15-year-old um, just getting into test cricket. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's a, a period in my life which um, I remember pretty well. I mean, I don't want to um, uh, set myself up here for a fall, but it was, uh, yeah, quite formative quite formative years. Uh, and uh, NASA being an, an Essex man, also a, bit, a big hero of mine for, uh, for obvious reasons, um, the mighty uh, Essex being the only uh, county worth uh, following. So, yeah, um, I'm... I'm I'm up for some NASA nostalgia. Let's get cracking. So this is your first question. Who among the following did not make their debut under Nazar Hussain? Okay. I just have four names. You need to tell me who did not make their debut. Darren Maddy, Aktab Habib, Graham Swan, and Andrew Flintoff. Uh, Habib definitely played, uh, I think, during that uh, 99 summer against New Zealand, I'm pretty sure Tess Swan would have played ODIs back then in sort of 2001-ish and Flintoff, um, ooh, it, yeah, he, he might have been pre, uh, I can't remember when his debut was, I think about 1999-ish, 2000, but Mullally I think predates them, so I'm going to go Mullally. But I, I never gave an option of Mullally. Who oh, okay, the following did not let's... make their <laughs> debut under Hussein? Darren Maddy. Ah, ah oh, okay. So Darren Maddy, not Alan Mullally. Darren Maddy did. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think Flintoff then. Is that your final answer? Yes. And that gives you one point. That's a great answer. I thought you will fall for the Swan trap. A lot of people don't know that Swan actually made his ODI debut, I think. Way back before he uh, made his test debut later in uh, India. Yeah, I thought I thought that was the um, the 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 one uh, that was going to trip me up. But um, Swan famously um, pissed everyone off on on a tour of um, South Africa, I think, and got punched in the face by Darren Goff in the toilets. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your second question. This should be uh, relatively easier. Only once did England score more than six under Nasser Hussein's captaincy. Who was the opposition? Oh, scorecard specifics. Um, it certainly wasn't against Australia. I've got <laughs> a couple of candidates, and I mean, I think there were a couple of big scores against India in 2002, but uh, for some reason, Durban, um, South Africa, the South Africa tour. Um, 99-2000 sticks in my mind, so I'm going to go with that. South Africa. 
it is india in 2002 uh, nottingham ah. is, uh, scored more than 600 damn <laughs> circling circling the, the and picking the wrong answer <laughs> the next one so they played a lot of tri series uh, uh, during that time but they won only one final who was the opposition ooh Oh, one day cricket. I'm, uh, this is really a really a test specialist area, but um, finals of one day series. Well, they didn't beat India. That one uh, we we remember. Um, West Indies in the tri series with Zimbabwe. You've got the series right, but actually it was Zimbabwe which who made the final, and England beat <laughs> Zimbabwe in the final at Lords. Ah, <laughs> oh, half a point for the series, surely. <laughs> uh if chandan says okay i can give that to you now my <laughs> who played his last test under nasser hussain's captaincy in the second test against sri lanka at kandy in 2001 ooh a couple of last clues there test. 2001 last test and it was the second test of the series he's obviously a legend <laughs> the second test in sri lanka they obviously won that game and went on to win the next game but i'd be pushed to know for certain so it's going to be a bit of a guess um and based on the time roughly uh, and who would have been in and out of the side then so i'm going to go on a hunch and say graham hick that hunch will fetch you one point it's it is graham hick excellent answer alan you can finish on a high who was the man of the match in hussein's first ever international match as captain oh oh first international match as captain uh well so takes over after um the world cup so it's going to be the first test against new zealand i think <laughs> let me read the question again who was the man of the match in hussein's first ever international match as captain yeah first match as captain not as a not as official captain as a stand in captain i don't know giving you that you're warming up though ah <laughs> ah uh, uh, okay this is uh, this is this is too deep for me this is randy 1934 35 um <laughs> i'm just going to i'm going to have to just pick uh, again a, a hunch from from the uh, the time period and go with um, darren goff and do you have a rough uh, idea of when this was uh well <laughs> no, 1999 at a guess but then uh there there seemed to be a, a a sort of a layered element to this so um this was a tough question it's actually nick knight uh, and the match was in 1997 against new zealand nick knight was the man of the match yeah sorry uh, that's the way it goes i'm sure you can make it make it up in the next uh... <laughs> no that's uh, that's fair enough 1997 was before i was pretty much conscious of uh, uh, both cricket and nasser sain so uh, Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let that one slide. I'm I'm English. I'm English, Gorav. Well, you know, why would I be following ODI cricket in the 90s? <laughs> the only ODI I'm aware of Nasu Sain playing is one when he scored his hundred and and gave everyone the fingers. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so as it stands after part one between Chandran and Alan, Alan trails by two points. 
but Alan will get his shot at the general knowledge questions first. Chandan, at this point, we're going to ask you to leave the call. We'll bring you right back once Alan's done answering his general knowledge questions. So let's uh, get going with uh, an easy question for you. Your first question, who was the leading run-getter in the 1987 World Cup? Oof, the leading run-getter in 87... Again, I'm going to be pulling something out of a hat. Um, well, on the basis that England did quite well until a certain point. I'm going to go with Graham Gooch. That gives you one point. It is Graham Gooch. Well done. The next question. I don't, don't know if you're a big um, lover of T20 cricket, but I try to add just one question from T20s usually so that to add variety to this whole quiz. Your question is, which team has made five finals in the CPL but has never won the competition? Oh, I think I know. You've got you've you've frozen on the screen here and you're like laughing at me uh, malevolently. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to go with Guyana, the Amazon Warriors. That gives you another point. Well done, Alan. That's two on two. Which cricketer's autobiography is called Controversially Yours? Oh, Controversially Yours. Not one I know. But this is not some Albert uh, 1920s cricketer. It's obviously someone very famous from our uh, era. It's not N. Curtis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm going to go... That's uh, probably one that I'm going to know when you tell me the answer, but I'm going to go with... Andrew Simons. I like your guess. You've thought well. You've thought like a quizzer, but it's a more controversial cricketer from Pakistan. Ah, yeah. I should... <laughs> Why didn't I go to Pakistan straight away? <laughs> <laughs> Who holds the record for the highest individual score? I don't need the score. I don't need anything. I just need a player's name. By an, a visiting batsman in New Zealand. Wow. I can, um... give, I can give you the score. I'll give you the score. It's 336. Oh, then this I'm, is uh, this is a I'm very This is a very crappy area for me. Um, individual individual high scores. Um, oh, three three six. So it's not quite up there amongst uh, the highest peaks. But three three six visiting batsman in New Zealand. If you're okay with me giving another clue, I can give it to you. But I will give the same clue to Chandan as well. Yeah, let's let's go for it. I'm gonna need it and. Uh, He'll probably have breezed past me by this point anyway. So. <laughs> okay. The runs were scored 336 unbeaten in 1933. Oh, 1933. Uh, That's more like Chandan's, Chandan's area of expertise, that is. <laughs> that era. <laughs> yeah, this is clearly rigged in Chandan's favour with all these 1930s questions. I mean, well, I'm going to go with Bradman here. The Don, Mr. Bradman. I'm surprised you guessed Don because I told you 336 and we all know Don's highest score was 334 because Mark Taylor scored the, uh, declared the same score. So I thought you wouldn't guess Don. The answer is uh, Wally Hammond. Ah, oh, damn. I did think to say Wally Hammond. And then, yeah, I, like I say, top scores are a bad area for me. So, um, yeah, um, Bradman uh, seemed like a, a fair call. But uh, Your last question, Alan. If it is Ricky Ponting in Test cricket, Shane Watson in T20Is, who holds this sim a similar record in One Day International? Given Chandan's got a pretty easy run here, let's uh, let's have the, let's have the, the clue. 
Okay, the clue is the record is basically the highest score in a losing cause. Highest oh. ever individual score in a losing cause. So Ricky Ponting scored 242 against India uh, in Adelaide and Australia lost. Shane Watson scored uh, 124 against India in T20Is and uh, Australia lost. Who holds the equivalent record in uh, ODIs? Um, let's go with, again, a, a real guess, but Charles Coventry. That gives you one point and you finish on a high. Well done, Alan. <laughs> Chandar, welcome back to Stump My Q. Alan, he scored an impressive three on five in his general knowledge round, but that gives him a total score of five, which means, Chandan, you, with your four points from the first round, need two to get into round two of Stump My IQ. So, Gaurav will give you your five general knowledge questions now. Okay. Yeah, just to add that extra bit of pressure, which I do consistently for people who have smashed the first round, the highest score so far is, I think, 6.5 uh, by Dan Bertig on 10 so far in all the episodes. So let's see if Chandan can get one up, uh, Dan, and uh, be the highest so far. So Dan and Daniel. The two Dans, yeah. Who was the leading run-getter in the 1987 World Cup? 1987 World Cup. Okay. Is it uh, research? I'm afraid it's not Richard, it's actually Graham Gooch. So, Alan's keeping his fingers crossed, I can see that. Uh, one one down. <laughs> it's not the 1934-35 Randy season anymore, Chandan. <laughs> I know, I know. I am very, pretty bad in order quizzes, so yeah. So, uh, <laughs> These are all really hard as well, really hard. Your next question, uh, Chandan. Which team yeah. has made five finals in the CPL but has never won the competition? I'll go with... Uh, is it Jamaica? No, you made it. You're making the whole competition pretty close. It is not Jamaica. It's Guyana Amazon Warriors. Your okay. next question, Chandan. Which yeah. cricketer's autobiography is titled "Controversially yeah. Yours"? Controversially yours will be, I think, Shoaib Akhtar. Yes, that's a good answer, Chandan. That gives you. Uh, one point. Now for your two okay. star questions. If Chandan gets both wrong, it is Alan who goes through because he would have got more star questions right. Chandan has got one star question right from the previous round. Alan has got two overall. So if Chandan gets these two wrong, it will be Alan who goes through in case of a tie. I'm banking on, uh, you know, this is Klusner's on strike here, but um, Damien Fleming knows what he's doing. So Rick Ponting holds this record in tests. Shane Watson in T20Is. Who holds the record in ODIs? Highest score in a losing cause. Yeah. So, basically, this is a Zimbabwean guy. Uh, he scored 190-something. So, uh, I can't recall the name. Uh, uh, Zimbabwean guy. Wait. Uh, what's his name? Yeah, come on. Zimbabwean it's guy, right? A, I'm right. right. the city uh, in the middle of England. Can you give me some time? I'm just trying to recall. I I think that's a Zimbabwe guy. He scored 190 something. Oh, uh, okay, it's Charles Coventry. Charles Coventry. Yeah, it is Charles Coventry. Well done. And, uh, you did manage to get it in a nick of time. <laughs> we can't see him on camera. <laughs> well done. Your last. He knew the he knew the answer. He knew the answer. Your last question, uh, Chandan. Uh, who holds the record for the highest individual score by a visiting batsman in New Zealand? He scored 336 not out. 
people is i think mark taylor in new zealand <laughs> no it's okay. not mark taylor it's uh, actually wally hammond chandan has just managed to go past allen can i call this barest of margins allen <laughs> the barest the barest 5.5 as well really so you know half a point in it mm, mm. No, we will we'll, we'll actually give you that half point because it doesn't really matter now. Uh, <laughs> so by the grace of Charles Coventry and uh, Alan screaming from there, you definitely knew the answer and then you finally found the words to put it together. So well done, Chandan. You have beaten Alan 6 to 5.9. Let's, let's give Alan 5.9. Just let him lose by just a decimal. You know, but Alan, seriously, damn good job, man. We loved having you here on uh, Stump IQ. We would love to hear more of you over here on the Stump Pie podcast. And listener, if if you haven't already, you must, must, must go out, go and check out the Switch It podcast, which is run by the Cricket Four team in the UK. So go do that. Chandan, we'll see you in the next round. Thank you both so much for joining us. Thanks, Gaurav. We'll see you next time on Stump My Q. Congrats, Chandan. Thank you. Thank you. So in our next matchup of Stump My Q. We're bringing in the big guns, or the big guns, should we say. Because any question you have, he is the one to answer. Be it on desk or Twitter. Bringing his finals game on the biggest stage is Bharat Siri! Hey, Bharat. Hi. Thanks, thanks. It won't be an easy run for you, Bharat, because your opponent is no pushover. And to be fair, it would be easy to pun the intro for your opponent. But you know what? This contestant, he deserves a lot more. A gunner-loving champion for the associates. If you love our content on social media, he's one of the few to thank. This is Paul That was a, a very good intro. Um, I've got an uphill battle against one of the encyclopedias of ESPN Quick Info, but I'm going to give it my best shot. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic to hear, Paul. So both Bharat and Paul, you guys know the drill. We're going to start off with Bharat in alphabetical order. Bharat, what specialist subject have you chosen? So I've chosen IPL finals as my subject for this case. Okay, so the finals of every edition of the IPL. That, that should be interesting. Paul, you've gone a bit different, haven't you? Yeah, I've gone a bit different. I've gone for the Cricket World Cup qualifier in 2018. It was a tournament I was at and only 10 matches of it were on TV. So I'm hoping that like I'll remember more of it than our quiz master will have. So fingers crossed. Paul is not just hoping to beat Bharat. He's hoping to usurp Gaurav as well. This is, this is fun. This is interesting. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so I think me against the stats team. Yeah. I think it's tough for me because I am against the IPL... Uh, <laughs> IPL guru, you can say, the quiz master mm. himself. Gaurav, Bharat is all yours. Give him his five questions on his specialist subject, which are the IPL finals. Yeah, uh, great stuff, guys. Excellent topics chosen, actually. Uh, IPL finals also gives you a good amount of uh, 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 wide range of matches to choose from. I think we're dealing with about 12 finals here. So it was fun setting uh, both the questions. So let's uh, start cracking. So before I forget, there are five questions, out of which the last 
ask two questions a star question so the star questions will come in to the pitcher if there is a tie if both of you score equal at the end of both the rounds we will see who scored more in the star questions the star questions are just slightly tougher than the normal questions but if you are good at your subject it may not be tough for you uh, the first question bharat for you only yeah. one person has won the man of the match award from the losing team in all the ipl finals anil kumbhia anil kumbhia perfect simple one 2009 yeah. it's a good uh, way to start your second question who holds the record for the best bowling figures in a winning team in ipl finals karanveer singh uh, no no sorry 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 it's dj bravo dj bravo sorry okay so oh, you were uh, uh, actually yeah. uh, hurrying up to the answer next time i told you think and tell anyway it's not karanveer singh or dj bravo it is actually ravichandran ashwin in 2011 he took 3 for 16 next question which city has hosted the most number of ipl finals Uh, Mumbai, yeah, two Dewey Patel and one Vankhede. That is correct. That gives you uh, another uh, point. Now for your two star questions. Your first of your star questions. If Makaya Nitini and Muttaya Mulidharan were two overseas players in CSK's eleven in the 2008 IPL final, who were the other two? The 2008. Okay. Uh, Matthew Hayden. Okay, and uh, Mike Hussey. So Matthew Hayden and Michael Hussey. Uh, unfortunately, the answer is not Hayden and Hussey, Bharat. It's actually uh, Chamara Kapugadra and Albi Mokkan. Yeah. In fact, uh, Hayden and Hussey did not play the finals. Your last mm. of your uh, star question. This should be easy for you. It was Sohail Tanvir in 2008. It was Piyush Chawla in 2014. It was Ambati Raidu in 2018. I want you to tell me who was the equivalent in 2012. It was Sohail Tanvi in 2008, Piyush Chawla in 2014, Ambati Raidu in 2018. Who was it in 2012? Uh, Piyush Chawla, hitting the winning runs. Okay, I told you take your time and answer. Again, you have been very quick oh, to the answer. Tiwari, you know. Yeah, it is Manoj Tiwari. I don't know why you are mm. hurrying up on your answers. You knew the answer, but you just hurried up. So it is Manoj Tiwari. Mm. Yeah, that was that was surprising. Varad, what happened there? <laughs> uh, yeah, got some uh, <laughs> couple of. Anyway, two or two or two two out of five is not bad. We have seen people come back from from even lower scores. But Paul, this must give you some confidence, you know, going into your questions. Yeah, pressure's on now. Like I've got a chance. You've got to take it now, haven't I? That's true. That's true. You've got a chance. Got to give Paul his five questions on the World Cup qualifier from 2018. Your first simple question of the uh, of this round: Who was the player of the series? Player of the series was Zimbabwe's Sikandar Raza. It's absolutely right. It is Sikandar Raza. The next question: This tournament was held in Harare, Zimbabwe, but however, the location was actually postponed. Where was it supposed to be held originally? It was originally going to be held in um, Bangladesh. Yeah, perfect. Do you know why it got postponed? Was it so that they had someone that was actually participating in the tournament hosting it? Yeah, Bangladesh had actually qualified. So uh, mm. because they had already qualified, they had to host it in a play, country where uh, some yeah. team was playing. Well done. Your next question: Zimbabwe, Scotland, Afghanistan, Nepal, and which other team formed Group B in the first stage of the tournament? Can you repeat them again? Sorry. Zimbabwe, Scotland, Afghanistan, Nepal. And which other team formed Group B in the tournament? Hong Kong. 
perfect that gives you 3 points 3 on 3 well done paul you know your icc qualifiers your next question is a slightly a uh, tough one who was the vice captain of the west indies cricket team it was um jason mohammed wow that's the skip of the i've done my i've i've done my revising on this <laughs> That's amazing. I don't think anybody has got a uh, five on five in the specialist topic. So you might be the first one oh, to do that. Oh And God! I thought this was a very tough <laughs> question, actually. Uh, you, that's an amazing answer, Paul. Uh, your last question. So we all know West Indies beat Scotland thanks to some rain, right? There was a rain, and uh, that's yeah. why uh, West Indies won. But do you remember who won the man of the match in that controversial game? The man of the match in that match was um, Scotland's Safian Sharif, the bowler. quick bowler that gives you a 100% percent <laughs> you know oh my god all much more all much more our contestant to score five on five in his specialist subject i mean to, to say that this is a surprise call because because you i think i think you played it extremely smartly you chose a smart specialist subject and then hmm. you hyped your opponent up so much that anything from you would have been would have been impressive but but this just takes the cake just to put things into perspective isam for example took bangladesh cricket uh, as a topic and he got one out of five so wow uh, uh, it's not that easy where people have cracked it i think you and uh, uh, i think danyal also did very well danyal got four and a half on five Uh, in his specialist topic, so well done, um, Paul. It was excellent. Thank and you. You didn't even think for an, any answer. Every question, the Jason Mohammed question, still surprises me. I have to admit, I didn't actually remember that from the tournament, but I, you know, I did a little refresh b- before before this quiz. And why would you even go was... and read about a vice captain? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I didn't even know they'd named a, a vice captain, to be honest. And I, I, I believe Holder played every match of the tournament, so. Bharat, so here's here's the bad news. Okay, this is part one. You still may probably have a chance in part two in your general knowledge round. But what happens now is because you went first in the specialist subject round, Paul is going to take his general knowledge questions first. And because the questions are the same for the both of you all, Bharat, at this point you will I will ask you to leave the call. And when you come back, you will know that whether you have a target to chase or whether it's out of reach already for you. with a marvelous first round in his specialist subject paul muchmore has a perfect score of 5 out of 5 paul with bharat scoring just 2 in his first round uh, a total here of uh, what, two, what is it 2 will be enough because he will be enough for you yeah because i got my star question star question yeah <laughs> so just just 2 and you are guaranteed a place in okay. uh, round 2 of stump my q and which will make I mean, which will probably make you the highest score as well in our season of Stump IQ so far. Just to give you some context, 6.5 out of 10 is the highest that uh, contestants have scored so far. So you can oh, actually just blow that out of the water. <laughs> the the pressure is on now. Yeah, the pressure is <laughs> on. But these questions and these questions will be slightly tougher because their general knowledge is not something hmm. that you can prepare for. Yeah. So, Gaurav, five questions to Paul, much more from you right now. Yeah, let's uh, start, Paul. Uh, let's see how much more you can surprise all of us. So, your first question is: In which year was the first ever Under-19 Cricket World Cup held? That was 1988. That gives you one point. That is 1988. Paul's <laughs> Paul's on a roll. That's six on six now. 
uh, not many people know, but 1988 was the first ever Under-19 World Cup. It was actually part of the Australian Bicentennial Celebration. And then they took a break for about 10 years and they started again in 1998. So that was the trick. I thought you would, most people would go for 1998, but well done, uh, Paul. Your next question. Who's the only Australian bowler to take a test hat-trick on his debut? Oh, that's gone. One more question you answer, right? And you'll be your yeah. leader of this pack. Bradley. Unfortunately, that, that wouldn't give you a point. Your first mistake, but amazing effort so far. It's Damien Fleming. Who Damien Fleming. 1994 against Pakistan. Of course, of course. This should be up your alley, considering you would have done so many graphics in this tournament. Which <laughs> bowler took most wickets in the Women's World T20, which was held earlier this year? Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> did, did you do the graphic, or was it somebody else? I, I probably <laughs> did. I did less of this tournament because it was, you know, in Australia, subcontinental and subcontinental time. Um, so who got the most wickets? Oh, I'm falling apart now, aren't I? I would go for... I'm going to go for... Hmm. I'm just trying to think. Sorry, I'm taking my time. Take I'm going time. to go you for... You deserve all the time in the world. I'm going to go for... And I'm scared it's going to be wrong now. I'm, go I'm, I'm, I'm weighing up between two different options. I'm going to go for Megan Schutt. And that gives you the record score in Stump <gasps> IQ. That is... <laughs> oh. That's seven for you. And the next question is a star question. The stadium at Taruba is named after which legendary cricketer? Taruba is spelled T-A-R-O-U-B-A. -A. And you're telling, which, is that in India, yeah? I'm not going to give you any... You're not going to tell me? Oh. Yeah, the stadium at Taruba. Taruba is the name of the place, T-A-R-O-U-B-A. Taruba. Taruba, Taruba, Taruba. This is a tough one. Was it Australia? Is it? Is it a part of Brisbane and it's Allen Border Field? Excellent thinking, excellent guess, but <laughs> uh, the answer is wrong. So actually, the answer is Brian Lara. The last two editions of the CPL finals were also held at Taruba, uh, where it's they named the st stadium Brian Lara. So the stadium, the academy, everything is called Brian yeah, Lara. It just went out my head. <laughs> your last question, last of your star questions. Who, along with Shane Warne, was tied for the most wickets taken in the 1999 Men's Cricket World Cup? Should know this. Should know this. This, um, if you answer this question, you you have an outright win. But if you don't yeah. answer this question, I think Bharat still has an outside chance because you wouldn't have answered any of your star questions. And Bharat can answer all this five round. and equal you. Yeah, he can get all five. Um, I feel like it's a really left-field answer. And...
I'm going to go for, I don't know who I'm going to go for. I'm panicking now. I'm going to go for uh, Zahir Khan. Oh, Zahir Khan didn't even make his debut in the 1999 uh, <laughs> Men's World Cup. Uh, it oh. was a left field answer. The answer was Jeff Allett from New Zealand. Jeff Allett. His claim to fame was uh, taking most wickets in this World Cup. I don't, I don't know why I said Zahir Khan. I was panicking. <laughs> So Bharat, welcome back to Stump My Q. Now we have uh, some some good news and some bad news. The bad news is that you cannot beat Paul much more. The good news is that if you do score five out of five in your general knowledge round, the entire round one contest between you and Paul ends up in a tie, which means we'll have to have a tiebreaker. Because Paul scored two in his general knowledge round, None of those answers were the star questions, so he has a total score of seven. You have a score of two currently. If you score five, you will get five points plus two star questions, correct? Which gives you a total score of seven as well, which means we'll go, need to go into Tribaker. But the point being that you will need to get a perfect score in this general knowledge round. Are you ready for your questions? Uh, yeah, bring it on. Let's see. First question, we'll decide it. <laughs> your first question is, in which year was the first ever under-19 World Cup held? Think and answer. 1988. Yes, that's perfect. That gives you uh, one a point. This should be a very easy question for you. I would be very surprised if you get this wrong. Which Australian bowler took a hat-trick on test debut? Damien Fleming. Yes, I knew this. You would have written uh, at least a thousand pieces on this. Well done. Now is where your questions get tricky. Your next question is, I don't know if this is up your alley. I don't know how much you follow women's cricket, but let's see. Which bowler took most wickets in this year's Women's World T20? I had watched it, but I'm not remembering the name. I'm from Australia. Who is the bowler? Um, M, uh, someone M, M. I'm not getting the name. Can I pass it over? <laughs> There's no pass. Uh, Sorry, Bharat. You got a, quite a lot of things correct. Like it is Australia. It does start with M, but it's Megan Shoot. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Megan, Megan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's okay. Megan Shoot. Okay. Mm. And next, first of your star questions. Who, yes, yeah. along with Shane Wong, was tied for the most wickets taken in the 1999 Men's World Cup? Jeff Allard. Perfect. Mm. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, that gives you three uh, uh, points in this round. Your last question. This is again slightly tricky. Think and answer. The stadium at Taruba. Taruba is spelled T-A-R-O-U-B-A. Is named after which legendary cricketer? Mark Taylor or something? I don't know why both of you went the Australia route. The answer is Brian Lara. This is where the CPL finals... And this year's CPL is going to be held. So, uh, Taruba is in uh, uh, ground in Trinidad. So, well done, Bharat. Tough luck. I think even if you had got Manoj Tiwari right, uh, you might have found it hard to uh, beat Paul's uh, score. But uh, amazing Paul's effort five in, the, five in the general yeah. round. 5-1-5 took it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Mm. 
Awesome. So history has been made on this edition of Stump IQ with Paul Muchmore scoring a perfect score in his specialist subject, which means, Paul, that you go into round two having beaten Bharat Sirvi by seven mm. points to five. Paul, you have a massive target on your back now. I know. I, I, I'm really scared now. I was expecting a first round exit, but I'm going to have to I'm going to have to study some more now. <laughs> and, uh...